Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound number 20. Do you know what that means, Mike? Do you know what number 20 means in the realm of podcasting? No, I do not. I don't know either. I was hoping you had a fucking something for us. So no, anyway, sorry. all right. Well, shit, it means, <laughs> means a, I don't know, it means a, we made it to number 20. So anyway, I am your host, Dieter, and as you already may have heard with me, as always is Mike. And uh, yeah, we're just two friends that were like the fucking internet demands this po- There's a demand for this podcast, Mike. We have to do it. We have to put it out. There is a demand. We've been putting it on the back burner for too long, putting all our other projects front and center. <laughs> and it's just about time. The people are like, Jesus Christ, give us the podcast. And we're like, all right, here it is. So, you know. Well, as Mitch will be upset if we uh, cancel this thing. He'll be upset about something he doesn't even know about yet. <laughs> if we cancel, I'm talking. This is before though. This is when we got to like episode. This is why we got to twenty. But uh-huh. anyway, we're just two friends that uh, we read comic books. We like to. We're like, hey, let's read these fucking books, and then we like to talk about them even more. So here we are, putting it out on the internet radio waves or bits. Taking up all your megabits, using up all your megabits for uh, (laughs) our pointless, inane conversations. I guess they could somehow make it into a radio waves. Our spoilery, uh, yeah, they could. Radio waves, microwaves, we don't know. (laughs) Microwaves? It's a smart microwave, they listen to podcasts through their smart microwave. Fucking your ears start getting all hella hot. You're like, oh, I don't know <laughs> if I can handle it. It's so hot. Um, I hear this, but it is burning my ears. But it's the best shit I ever heard. <laughs> anyway, snaps and the pops. That's your eardrum cooking. Oh, my God. But, uh, oh my God. Wow, off the rails, we haven't even started. I know. Well, speaking of starting, we're going to spoil comic books from the week of uh, October 30th, right before Halloween. How was your Halloween, Mike? It was an excellent Halloween. All right, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> enough. Nobody cares about Halloween. It's over. It's over. Nothing's over. So, uh, <laughs> nothing's over. No- oh, shit. All right. Nothing's over. Speaking of fucking nothing's over, and I wish it would be over. <laughs> Very right soon. Into it. Very we'll soon. Get, we'll get right into it. Uh, Batman annual number what? Is it number one? Number four. Four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And the same uh, story is going on since number one. Uh, Nothing's writer, moved on. Writer I swear. Tom, just like this book, writer Tom King. Then we got a whole bunch of artists because it's like eighty page book. Uh, I don't know how many pages is it actually. I don't want to lie to you, people. Forty. Let's double it. <laughs> <laughs> but, Felt like eighty. Uh, George Fornes. Fornes. Uh, he does pages Jorge? one through twenty nine. And page 38. Just throwing that out there. And then Mike Norton does page 30 through 37. So we asked Mike uh, Norton to help out. He goes, I'll do page 30 through whatever. I'll do and he just one through 29. Up. But I'm doing 38, you piece of shit. <laughs> you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> so you think Corey got pissed at him and told him, no, I'm taking it? Or did Mike Norton get bored? If you think you're getting page 38, <laughs> have you got another thing coming? But uh, we almost missed Dave Stewart. The colors getting into our <laughs> rambling. Mike Norton, poor guy. <laughs> poor Mike Norton. Uh, so like clean towels does the lettering. So did you hate this issue as much as I did? It was pretty bad. So I could just sum it up. It's a diary 
they find a diary? Are they like reading dead Alfred's diaries now? <laughs> They're like going through his shit. I'm like, I'm telling like, you, Alfred's not dead. Uh, it seems like it. Seems he's pretty dead. They're going through his stuff, reading his diary. <laughs> they just found his diary, and yeah. And uh, starts off just by ripping off True Lies. You ever see that movie? Oh, I used to love True Lies. Okay, remember I forgot about the horse. Like, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, they like he's using the horse on the rooftops and she's yeah. chasing. Yeah, that's True about Lies. That. The movie's awesome. But obviously, yeah. I can't love it as much as I say because I don't remember that scene. You're fired. <laughs> he like shoots that guy off the rocket. <laughs> that <was> stupid. Uh, <laughs> the bridge is out. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, good times. But uh, okay, so basically, it's from March seventh, and then it just it's consecutive days, and it's just Alfred telling his his view of what you know Batman did that day. Mm -hmm. And at first, it's like, okay, the stories are really long, and like kind of just like, what's the message you would say? Like Batman's to me, it's like. It's what Tom King's been doing his entire run is like nothing trying to treat Batman as like something that's serious. Like he's a real person with emotions and feelings and he has, he feels fear and he's just like you and me, but he does the craziest shit (laughs) (laughs) to the point where you're not sure if Tom King's like making fun of him. Like, Does he care? Like, does he appreciate Batman, or is he at the point where he's like, "Look, look, everybody, it's some regular guy like doing the stupidest shit, and he always wins." And here it is. This is like, this is the best I can come up with with this as my story. I'll just make him do the craziest shit, and like, you don't really get an explanation. And that's almost yeah. how this story goes on because you get a lot of explanation in the beginning. Him uh, stopping the bank robbers, then he's fighting a dragon, and then he's fighting the <laughs> MMA. I'm just going to go through everything. Then he's solving a murder. And then he's back at high school. Or he's helping He goes a chick. back to high school? Is this a Ronnie Dangerfield movie? Yeah, he's doing the triple Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like stopping like uh, Gotham nuclear... Because they have their own nuclear weapons in Gotham, right? Stopping oh, codes. Well, I w- <clears throat> wouldn't you if you were running Gotham with all the crime that happens there and all the, uh, all the supervillains that show up? And then uh, he's going, and then he's battling. Oh, he's facing like an intergalactic, omnipotent being, omnipotent, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the and one that, you're talking about the, uh, the, the Bizarro verse or the uh, yeah, and he's like Matthias Pitlick verse. Why do you have to exist? And it's just like because I'm Batman, you dick. And he's like, oh, can't argue there. <laughs> and then he's drinking, and then he's battling mummies, and then like a kai- he's battling kaiju. <laughs> And then he's battling like giant sharks and then a drone of some kind. He's like fighting Speed Racer. <laughs> he's interrogating somebody. He's fighting uh, Calavac. He's skiing. <laughs> skiing down the sides of buildings. He's in outer space. He's riding dinosaurs. He's coding. He's performing open heart surgery. <laughs> feeding orphans. Wrestling alligators in somebody's kitchen. He's doing like biplane stunts. He's loving Robin. He's doing no, you missed si- the chains. He's tied up oh, in chains. Yeah, he's tied well, up in chains. <laughs> or was that while he was loving Robin? I don't know. Maybe I, I was putting them together. You were putting <laughs> them together in your mind there, weren't you? He's doing a lab experiments. He's talking people off of buildings from suicide. He's 
in the jungle, <laughs> helping old ladies across the street, fighting himself, playing football. It's <laughs> the best part. He's hanging like from football. a helicopter. He's at the Renaissance Fair. He's like taking up another crime, I guess, like another, or he's like it's committing adultery. I don't know. Yeah, that whole scene. I didn't know what was going on there. Was that Lois Lane? Is it, or is it like a, a detective noir? He's getting thing? his ass kicked like real bad. So much so that like his cowl is like <laughs> blinded. He can't. Even solve it. <laughs> it's That's the best part. He got punched in his eyes. His, his cowl is uh is uh got a giant black eye now. And believe it or not, that's page thirty-eight. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that he's like, "That's my page, you bum." <laughs> that's I'm drawing the winky cowl. But uh, all right, there's still more tightrope walking. Pirate no, you missed. Uh, he's sitting on uh, Voltron's shoulder. Oh, that's, yeah, or a Gundam. It looked like a giant Gundam. Uh, tightrope walking, pirate. Back to some lab experiments. Ninjas. Uh, zebra day. Zebra day. Helping a dog, killing a vampire, <laughs> arrows, uh, saving a kid, back to outer space, crime alley, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe that looks like the that Ninja Turtle cover. Like oh, yeah. Wolverine was coming in on him or whatever. Saving Catwoman, a Joker fight two days in a row. Or Harley Quinn, you know, he has to face her one day and then the Joker. Harley as he's getting uh, dipped into uh, piranhas. So literally, just like yeah, it goes. And what's the last day? It was March seventh when it started, and then you got April twenty fourth. So, what was April first? What was April's Fool's Day? Well, that was the suicide day. Yep, because it was a joke. Uh, because the guy coming suicide thought everyone would think it was a joke. Oh, it was yeah, funny that he killed himself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just like that first issue of Batman. But uh, so yeah, it's just like, like I mean, it's just. Let me put Batman in as many wacky situations as I can, but still try to make him feel down to earth. Like, that was my whole point. Like, I know that went on forever, but th- this issue literally went on forever. Yep. And, uh... But that was his whole point, because Batman can do anything. He can do the the psychotic, um... The crazy, bombastic fighting dragons and dinosaurs to helping an old lady across the street, right? And, and, solving, and solving a uh, murder mystery. But do you feel like that's what he's doing is like making fun of, not making fun of Batman, but like just like not taking him seriously. Like, you know what I mean? It's like I said, he's like, oh, it just seems like, oh, this is the best I can do with what I got. Like, this is what you want. Here it is. Uh, he's I, always making references to everything like Batman's that came before. Like, I get it. I get Batman. I understand him. It's like he's trying to tell you he understands him. And like, you should too, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think he's just trying to say, look, here's Batman. He never stops. Every day he's doing something, and he could fit into any type of story. Yeah. But we knew that already. Why do we need to be told that? I don't know. Lots of people love this issue for some reason. Because it's wacky. Because it's wacky. And it's like the last, it's like the Alfred's death knell. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the last musings of a broken neck individual but again what it's more of tom king not telling a story right he just again the, <clears throat> the whole uh show don't tell all right he just he, i don't even know how to describe it because it's again a, a voiceover saying the things that happen and it's just that's what his whole run feels like his all voiceover and then just here's a scene of him doing this here's a scene of him doing that it's not a flowing story it's just su- a summary 
that you have to, you're left to figure out for yourself. You're like, well, what's he trying to say? <laughs> Batman's a, 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 Batman can do anything. <laughs> and, All right. Yeah. It's like I said, bullshit. Good job, Tom King. Now well, write me a Batman story. I think this. I think this would be a good issue, like in the middle of something like uh, Snyder's run. You know what I mean? Where he actually had a story that was continuing through from issue to issue, and you're see, reading the story as you go. You're not just being summarized constantly within a single story. And then it'd be like, oh, okay, this is a nice summary of everything. You know what I mean? And this is just a nice because the annuals are always one shots. I know. And so it's either one saying, single story it's... or it's something funky like this. But Tom King tries to do every single issue as something funky like this, and it normally doesn't work. So even when it's halfway decent, I uh, you know I don't <laughs> I just don't like it, and I'm not sure if this is halfway decent anymore because it's more of the same. It feels like I just yeah like I said it's the same shit. We'll just laugh. It's like I just think he takes digs at the character so much. Like it's like I said. He's like, oh, he's just like, he's a regular guy, but he can do anything. Like, how absurd <laughs> that, is it? Like, look how absurd it is. Like, he's trying yeah. to point out how ridiculous everything is. And I think that's how every story with it ends is like, how fucking ridiculous is this? But you're supposed to love it. And I don't know. I guess it works on that level, but I don't need to be told what to like and what not to like. In our, in our, let's, in, let's continue our uh, talking of, things that that little ad that comes after uh-huh. <laughs> the story because this one like can you diagnose the joker without going <laughs> insane it's like yeah i guess i don't know <laughs> like, i don't care either like it's such a stupid question <laughs> like who's asking and like <laughs> is it a challenge like i don't know <laughs> it seems like it seems like an ad in one of the old uh 1960s books and it's like, can I personally, or is it like one of those like Smokey the Bear things where it's like only you can prevent? You <laughs> only know, you like, can prevent. Only you. He's not really can. talking just to you. You're just supposed to take it as that, right? So it's like I don't know. So <laughs> I ask you, Mike, can you diagnose the Joker without going insane? No, no, I cannot. No, you cannot go insane, or no, you cannot diagnose him. I cannot diagnose him without going insane. <clears throat> oh, shit. If I tried to interview this Joker, I'd probably go insane. What do you think? I probably wouldn't be able to diagnose him because I wouldn't know like specific wording. Like I don't know what you got. It's well, like, no, oh. I can't. I'm not a psychiatrist. It's I'm like, not trained in this. Therefore, I'm immune to your insanity. Like so the answer. Well, well, the answer is no. I can't diagnose you at all. It's like it's not because of the insane part. It's just I don't have like a medical degree. I don't have or a anything. medical degree. So that was a silly question. It's like why are you coming to me? <laughs> why did you call me for this? <laughs> That's your problem. So do you I'm want sure there was qualified qualified psychiatrists they could come like, and do the di- diagnosis himself. Right. So we could diagnose some shit by uh judging the cover by its story. There you story. go. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> judging the cover by its story for sure. Really good. Uh but this one is like, oh my god. So we'll just get the words it's just is from the diary of Alfred Pennyworth, a Batman tale like no other. Damn straight about that. <laughs> but it, but it's but it's like forty Batman tales. True. So All it's like once. no other then. It's, like, truly, it's true. It's truly like no other because it's not singular. It is not a single tale. There was no tale. It was. I don't know. Uh, but it is just a. Like what? <laughs> it's just a pic, like a picture of Batman like opening something, like <laughs> looking into. You'd assume it's a door. But I'm what assuming is this is him going through the door and finding the chains and Robin sitting next to it. 
Look at the little smirk on his face, like, all right. Is this him, like... Chain Knight? Is is it it him opening a diary? (laughs) Is it him, like, opening a diary? Like, is it him going, like... I have have no idea. He's slowly, like, with both hands, peeking his head through some sort of, like you said, doorway. I I, I don't know. I don't know what the point is. It's the craziest fucking (laughs) cover I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, like... it does, I, I, there's nothing in the story that like alludes to what he's possibly looking into. There's no panel where it's like he's opening something and then going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's like that's why. So I don't know. You wouldn't. You have no idea what you're getting with this cover. Is what we're, what I'm getting at. No, not at all. <laughs> you know that you're gonna read from Alfred's diary. That's about it. And it's a weird like orange color, and it's so it's right around Halloween it came out. So you're like. <sighs> Yeah. What is it? Who did this cover? Do you know? <clears throat> no. Usually you're the one that looks at all that. <laughs> blame me right away. I'm going to blame you. <laughs> it's all your fault. Uh, well, I could look at it. That's the last page. There you go. From yeah. The, the cover. The cover all was... Down. It doesn't say it. No? <laughs> they won't even give the credit to the cover. And there's no, like, signature on it or anything. No. They're not giving any credit for the cover at all. Do you think uh, Jorge Fornes uh, <laughs> yelled at Mike Norton and insisted on doing it? <laughs> well, if you I'm get page this. 38, I'm doing the cover. I got this great idea. <laughs> great idea. <laughs> <laughs> or is okay. that why you took 38 back from Mike Norton? <laughs> because Norton decided to do this cover and Jorge's like, wait a minute. Why did I let you draw anything? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh jeez! I don't know, but <laughs> make it fun of all us. But the art in this book is really good. The art is amazing. I did like it a lot. Like uh, between the, uh, like what what does surprise me though is I couldn't tell the difference between the artists. Like the the, the way the coloring is done. Like is it one colorist <clears throat> doing everything? They've been able to make it, and probably I don't know if it's the same inker too. They're able to like tie it all together really well. A lot of times when you have multiple artists, you can tell how different it is. Yeah, especially in annuals, because I was expecting uh, yeah. multiple stories. You know, sometimes annuals give you like two or three. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the art changes dramatically, but no, the way it stayed, like you're right. I, you, I I swear, Tom King's run is so beloved, and people don't quite realize it because the art in almost every book, he's said it on every book except for uh, what, the John Romita Jr. one, that all the art has been really good. <clears throat> I think, and there's not much story to it. I think it's just Tom King letting the artists draw whatever they want. Well, that's true, because there were so many issues where it was just, like, si- almost silent issues. Where it's, like, Batman was, like, you know, the one where he's, like, going through Bane's compound, like, flipping around, killing, like, he took out, like, a hundred-man army. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, yeah. four words in the whole book. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's, like, so, like, a lot of the story does lend to the art. And you're right, it's probably why. It's hard to talk <laughs> mad shit about it, because then all the artists are, like, well, you know, I spent a lot of time on those pages, just because the story is absolute shit. Like so much of like the, uh, the horse, like as stupid as it is the horse scene where they're jumping from pe- from uh, building to building, but you got him jumping from one horse to the next, which physically this is ridiculous, but it's such a cool shot from above, and him leaping across. Like, I want to see that in a movie now. And done that to the dragon where you got the Whoa. massive dragon who's the it's... size of like half the building, and you got Batman <laughs> jumping from the side of the building with the spear in his hand, ready to attack. You should Just... uh, remake a. Uh... What was it? True, true Lies. Oh. <laughs> Just to remake that horse scene so you could like do one where he transfers horses. That'd be pretty cool. 
That would be pretty cool. Speaking of pretty cool, the destruction and like killing of everybody in the DC universe. Oh man, how does it happen? Deceased or or diseased or deceased or deceased, diseased. Six of six. Finally, the ending we've been waiting for. Deceased. No, maybe not. Deceased. Stop and deceased. I don't know, but yeah, this one. Speaking of covers. That's a strange one. Yeah. <clears throat> well, all these covers are the ones with, um, oh, because they've got her tied up. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like Walking Dead. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. almost. But then it's like the whole, she's a cat, not a dog. So I don't know. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you don't have your dog on a leash? Your cat on a leash? We tried it once, but it didn't like it. Well, I guess it was just like Catwoman. She doesn't seem to like it there very much. This is what happens. Just give your cat some catnip and put it on a leash and see what happens. We you get can redo che- this whole picture. We get cheetah hybrid catnip <laughs> crazed. Exactly. But uh, this one, picking up exactly where it left off. Well, it's to- well, it's almost didn't go. Tom the Tool Man Taylor. Yeah. Tom the Comic Man Taylor. <laughs> He's doing And then... Uh, Man, I can barely read the what Trevor Hare sign. Yeah, but all those pages won't. It's all broken up again. Oh well, Trevor Hare sign did a lot of stuff, and Neil Edwards did too. So why does Neil Edwards just get with Neil Edwards? I know he didn't do as quite as many pages, but one, did, two, three, did four, together, five, six, they? seven. He did <clears throat> eight pages. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know. That is a lot. Of, this is another book with a lot of artists on it. <clears throat> what is it with DC? Their inability to get just one team working on a book. Two people. I guess. Well, this book didn't come out. This was once a month as well. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. So all right. Well, longer longer book than most. So we still have the narration going on by Lois. It's like an article, right? Yep. And then uh, you got Superman coming back infected and he just like crashes through like what is all because Superman just insisted on saying goodbye to everybody if he just left everything would be fine would it have been though I mean where would he he still would have changed into something terrible he was trying to suffocate himself wasn't he but he didn't get out out far enough he flies through space all the time like it's an alternate universe it would have been fine it would have worked I guess so (laughs) I don't know I'm just saying, in, in the context of the story, he's like, I'm going to fly away. But he decided not to leave. So they go, how are we going to stop him? And they're like, well, just use some kryptonite. And then Wonder Woman's like, that's hardly going to work. I just so happen to have been working. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not the only one that, like, or she says, well, like, Batman's not the only one that was, like, going into the protection game, right? Yep. Coming up with plans to stop people. <laughs> I love that. And then, yeah, so the Batman, Batman's not the only one that has a, a plan against everybody. And, uh, <laughs> Green Arrow. What? Well, I was going to say, just to that, before you get to the Green Arrow, part, but the remember in New 52, like Wonder Woman was the plan? Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. they started dating or whatever, and then like Batman went up to her and he was like, oh, you know, I got a plan for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but Superman... If he ever goes out of control, the plan is you. So this is kind of it's kind of like building on that. So it is like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool. So it is like the whole Batman idea, like oh let's use the kryptonite, but then it's Wonder Woman that has to come up with the 
forging it into a sword. But you were going to say about Ollie. Well, Batman left a takedown plan for every major hero. For every major hero is what uh, Damien Batman says. And then he's actually, uh, he didn't leave one for you to uh, Green Arrow. Just, it's just hilarious. He goes, Bruce didn't think I could be dangerous. He's all upset. <clears throat> and then Dinah, could... Dinah says, oh, you're hurt. Batman didn't have a post-mortem Machiavellian plan to end you. And then he goes, <laughs> but the, the, the whole line is, I could be a planetary threat if I wanted to. And Tony goes, of course you could, dear. Yeah. As condescending <laughs> as possible. Well, you gotta, if you're going to murder, like, you know, all your favorite heroes, you have to have some comedy. What? <laughs> exactly. Some I don't know. I just cracks me up. He was, he's uh, arms crossed and pouting because he didn't have a, a plan for him because Batman didn't respect him. And then so they start loading up the arcs, right, to carry however millions of people, 7 million people each, 14 million people yep. all together. And uh, Harley and <laughs> Ivy stay behind, right? Yep. Uh, Holding they hands. Go, and then they get to end their lives together. I, this page, though, when they're on Thermoscara... The first big threat. I really like this double page of the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Arthur riding it and like all the dead Atlanteans coming out of the water. So, I, think it's for, oh, it's so I know neither of us are artists, so <clears throat> we can't imagine it anyway. I can't imagine drawing just Superman standing there with a blank background like uh, Jay, what was his name, does? Jay Lee. Jay Lee does. <laughs> but could you possibly imagine drawing this? All the detail in this giant Kraken. Like how long does it take to do something like this with all the, you know, the, the line, even the, you know, the shading lines inside and like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I read all that the tentacles and everything. Manga. It's crazy. What's up? I read that berserk manga and it's just one yeah. guy that draws it all and oh, does yeah, all uh-huh. the shading. It's like that stuff takes him months to make like eight pages. It's like six months. It's hella crazy. But, all the same. Cause you got this, you got all the tentacles everywhere, right? All yeah. the uh, suction cups on it. And then you've got all the, ca- all the, the zombies underneath with the water and everything. And then all the like detail you put in Amira's ass. <laughs> well, of course. All right. <laughs> He's got to do for- that. You can't forget the gratuitous TNA. It's like, how long like- do you think he spends? <laughs> That's where he spent most of his time. <laughs> right. There's enough tentacles in this page to know what's going on. Right. No, no so- it's just crazy. But then, yeah, so Ollie proves, <laughs> you know, fuck you, Batman. He like shoots uh, <laughs> Aquaman right through the eye. And uh, I guess that ends the threat right away because the Kraken's not into the anti-life <laughs> equation, right? He's just like that's being true. controlled. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. So then he's just like, I'm out of here. He's like, all right, <laughs> screw you. But if that Kraken had, like, if the anti-life equation worked on the Kraken, that would be... That'd yeah, be you'd think he would have done that because that would have that ended anything much quicker. But then they're like punching zombies' heads off too a couple <laughs> pages in. It's pretty tight. And then a uh, big war goes down, but then... You got Superman. Who starts fighting Superman? Why? Where are they? What? Oh. Half a world Su- away. Superman's just killing everybody. He just doesn't give a shit. He's not holding back anything. And uh, they try to stop him with their super, like their little sword. Oh, Dinah does the megaphone because, you know, he's impervious. He's sound, right? Yep. So, but he's just laughing, and then it cuts back to the thermoscare, and it starts to go terrible news for them. I love the, how they have, yeah, they're killing all the zombies, but one of the Amazonians gets beat, eaten, <clears throat> bitten, and then uh, she starts scratching her face off again. I'm glad they brought her back one last time. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Actually. It's so, it is. So and she only has one arm too, because like the arm got bit off, so it's like she's just using yeah. the other arm. 
Uh, this book is so crazy because it's so bloody. I never saw, I expected DC to kill all of their uh, superheroes like they have been lately. They did in this book and a couple, uh, several of the books. They're just tearing everything down. It's insane. Well, I think I think it was with Injustice, right? All started. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, if you want to go back, Marvel Zombies, right? Like, yeah, Marvel did it with Marvel Zombies, but yeah, and this is kind of closely tied to that. I mean, it's pretty close to that. Oh, it is completely. But uh. Yeah, I think with DC though, like the turn came with Injustice, or I think mm-hmm. what, didn't they put a? Did they put their characters into Mortal Kombat first, or no? Am I tripping? Oh yeah, well it was the Injustice book. Oh, I think it was just the Injustice, the Injustice book, and then the game. Oh, okay. Well, the game and the book. Sorry, the game and the book, right? Yeah, the, the game was, and then the book yeah. was the backstory of why everybody was fighting each other in the game. Yep. And then the game, the book did so well, it became like. <laughs> Just something completely different. Tom Taylor, do you have another story we could have everybody killing each other? That's all. Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read Marvel the... Zombies? I mean, I got a great idea where we could have zombies. It's called the Benford 5000 storyline. <laughs> They're like, well, you get drop the home improvement uh, references. They're not that funny. He's like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So cut back to this. <laughs> The battle with Superman. Oh, the arcs do make it, right? What? The arcs? One of them does. Yes. Or do two of them? I think both of them, right? I think both of them get away. Yeah, it looks like they both make it out. But then uh, Superman, Superman's, he's fighting still with Dinah, Green Lantern. Yep. And and Cyborg. But then uh, Wonder Woman shows up and lops his arm off at the elbow. Of course. And then Shanks DC loves their... Uh, Tearing off of limbs. Shanks him right in the chest. <laughs> like so, hard. And here's so, another Injustice thing, right? Where he punches her through the stomach where he... Because Injustice started with him punching... Uh, Joker. Joker through the heart. Right, it is. Like a, and then I want you to make it just like in that Injustice picture. Like, Tom, don't you think he got to that well too many times? <laughs> no, no, no. It's two different heroes this time. And make sure you get the arm in the background that is still falling off because... Exactly. Dismemberment comics, right? Am I right? <laughs> so, but then... just uh, just picture Tom Taylor doing that. <laughs> <Yo, laughs> He's all throwing checks mix at people. More power. Fewer <laughs> arms. <laughs> so power without hesitation, that's what he's looking for. Power without remorse. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, <laughs> more power. W- Wonder Woman gets her comeuppance. I don't know what she did wrong, but the one good arm that Clark has left, bah, punches her in the baby maker, busts her <laughs> uterus right out the small of her back. It's kind of <laughs> crazy, dude. I don't know. It so, is pretty insane. Dinah doesn't, she's not too fond of that. She's like, no. Look how small that word bubble is. So weird. No. <laughs> But, oh, um, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so, if she screams too loud, she'll uh, blow everything up. So can't push careful. push Wonder Woman's corpse faster to Earth. <laughs> exactly. That's true. She does have to kind of keep it quiet. Oh, because she's not even dead yet. Cyborg catches her. So yeah, no. Yeah, if she and screamed then, uh, and pushed her to Earth, she would have died instead of becoming a zombie. And then she's like, Wonder Woman, you have to stop him to die. And it gives her the uh, blood-crusted... <laughs> Kryptonite sort of truth or whatever, right? Kryptonite sort of truth. Oh yeah, <laughs> just made that up. But and then Cyborg uh, decides to stay. 
Yeah, and then like Tom Taylor's like, and then, then like I know it seems like we're wrapping stuff up, but I want to kill a kid before this is all over. So <laughs> he, uh, it cuts to the ship with John and Damien, and it's kind of John being like, "Look, I know I gotta fucking kill my dad, right?" <laughs> and uh, that doesn't go over very well, though. He gets kind of it's just like I don't know. He just. It doesn't really show him, like, nothing terrible happened to him. No. Nope. So what do you think Superman did to him? He just punt. Like, what did he do? Well, they just flew into each other. Like, Superman Nick. was flying back at supersonic speed, I guess. So Superboy goes, hey, I'm going to fly into him, and I'll stop him this way. But he doesn't. He only has one <laughs> fist. He could have dodged that and, like... <laughs> and see, Superboy's doing the two-fisted approach. He could have put, like, I don't know. I guess that's just weird. Yeah, yeah, and the funny part is I thought he died here. Who? Superboy. He doesn't? He's there at the end. Oh, shh. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. Spoiler. I thought he died too. What the fuck? That was the lamest. Okay. Well, I did too. I don't know how I missed it. You'll, you'll see. Once you flip through again, you'll see it. And then Dinah goes to do something but then all the other green lanterns show up but all yeah for some reason this crash in the middle of space gave it what one precious minute for the green lanterns to show up to do what to uh, fight superman i don't know more superheroes with powers but he just gets away well that's the whole thing because they they show up and guy garner is (laughs) you do doing his normal misogynistic jokes and whatnot and like why are you (laughs) laughing well because i'm so upset i need to make jokes and Superman looks at them and goes oh shit I'm screwed <laughs> and flies into the sun okay and then he starts absorbing the entire sun yeah, which that's his plan like, now which kills our solar system yep so that's how they end it's like they, <laughs> that's how they end earth it's it, like yep but this, it leaves this, it open for like deceased diseased diseased deceased two from to go right? to other universes or just yeah like it's a supercharged zombies. yeah something but uh, cuts back to the dark earth, right? Mm-hmm. This is kind of, and this is like the you know just in case you weren't down enough, right? <laughs> Cyborg's talking to he's got the lasso of truth on Wonder Woman, but just, since since she's zombified, uh, he's asking her like you know how do you how do you how do I fix this? And she's like, well, duh, Vic, it was you the whole time. <laughs> Have you seen like a, Saw? it's an on off switch like you could just fucking uh-huh and then it's weird because he's like well now i can fix it i can make superman spit the sun back out like you already lost the sun <laughs> but uh that doesn't get very far anyway because wonder woman ends up snapping his head right <laughs> off of his, his body it's <laughs> like so cool it's not even like breaking his neck just no. like straight up rips his head off completely, completely tears it off his neck and throws yeah. his body and head down some pit it just happens to be there. Yep. So, and then it ends with uh, the arcs just going towards something new. Yep. And you so there, Lois it does leave it wide open. Superboy with a hurt arm. Yeah, you're right. It did just hurt his arm. Yep. Stupid as that. I know. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why they didn't just kill him off. Unless Tom Taylor's like, you know what? This is doing well. It's going to be a sequel. I'm going to have to have Superboy fight Superman, so let's keep him alive. I didn't even like put that together at the end. I was just like, Ugh, Well, me I either. Until I like, reread it, I was like, oh, wait, he's alive. He's standing right there. So they didn't put like a question mark after the end, no. though. 
And they didn't put the period either, so who knows. But yeah, so did you not get a whole Saw vibe with the ending? You remember the original one? To spoil alert for a 15-year-old movie, whatever it is. It was like, I was in the room the whole time? Well, no, the uh, key was around his... The whole, the key was, uh, what was it? it, was around his wrist the whole time, and then it gets yeah. sucked into the beginning, the very first shot of the movie. Yeah, the yeah. The key gets sucked in. Like, you could have you could have stopped everything from happening. Oh yeah, <clears throat> duh, Vic. Yeah, no, I didn't get the saw from that. I just got the whole like just insult to injury vibe, but, like <laughs> like it's, I guess like the saw thing, right? But I thought it was pretty crazy. It was like, oh shit, <laughs> you could have stopped this whole thing from, from ever happening. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like how much hope they drew into Vic's eyes too when he sees uh-huh. that when he's like looking up at the arts. He's like, <laughs> <Yep>. oh. <gasps> yeah. But they already left, so what's the hope? Hey, that's the only part I didn't get. If he gets to the Ark, what's he going to do? He can't bring it back to Earth, like you said. Everybody's dead already. The sun's already dead. Like, yeah, it's like, what are they going to do? I don't know. Such a strange ending. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it feels like it should be continuing, but who knows? Uh, continuing, like, Tales from the Dark Multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Continues just like that. <laughs> I don't know. That was the best I could... That was the best segue I could come up with. It's all good. Not taking too long. So... I have a surprise for you, Mike. Oh, <gasps> yeah. On this one, okay. It might not be a surprise. It's I probably something. Wait. I never read Death of Superman, <gasps> so yeah, I'm not very well versed in it at all. <clears throat> it was before my time. I didn't read. I mean, I remember when it came out, but I wasn't really reading comic books at the time. I was reading like some of the image stuff, mm-hmm. like Wildcats and uh, what was the other one Young Bloods or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, not much at the time. And so, and then I never went back because I was like, I don't know. It doesn't seem approachable to me. No, I mean, the, the the four issues are interesting, mainly in the way they were done. But um, it's still 90s comics. If you can't get into 90s comics much, there's not much to the story. It's Doomsday starts showing up. And he beats the hell out of everybody. Superman decides to fight him. They punch each other to death. That's basically what it is. Oh, okay. See, that was a question I had too. Is what happened? Had what happened? Uh, dark. Who is it? <laughs> what? Who kills him? Death, uh, Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah. What? Like that was my main question. Like, what happened to Doomsday? <clears throat> well, in that He's... story, he died. Right? They both died. Oh. Okay. They punch. They, there's like one last punch between the two of them, and they both oh, fall they down. They punch each other like at the same time. Yep. And they both like kill each other. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Well. Like I said, the way the way the books were done was pretty cool because at the time there were four main Superman books once every week came out, and so they did one where it was like four to five panels each issue, each each page was four to five panels in the first issue, the second issue went down to three panels, the third issue went to two panels, and then the last issue was all splash pages throughout the whole book. Like so it was like Bendis increasing wet the, dream. It's like oh. Like a Michael Bendis basically wet dream, like so many splash pages. <laughs> so, oh. yep. Well, so they were trying to increase the intensity of it, right? And then turn into just the final book was more or less just Superman and and Doomsday beating the hell out of each other. And at the time, it was pretty cool. It was interesting the way they did it. Even though some people complained, well, there's not much in this book. It's like, but what, they were not cheating you out of it. It was the that was their intent, right? To increase the to increase the intensity of it. And it was just them punching. I literally punched them. And there's the final book, the final page is, or whatever, before they die is the them basically like the one book page here with them two swinging at each other. <clears throat> Punches them both. She he falls dead, and she's standing there next to him, holding him with the flag behind him. Do you think? Uh, 
Have you ever done like the top 10 list of like the hardest punches? <laughs> and I was going to say, do you think it's like this punch, the one that like killed them both or the one where like Superboy punches time? Oh my God. Like there's what? those web, there's those web page, <clears throat> excuse me, there's those um, blogs online that always do a top 10 all the time that piss me yeah, off. Like, but I was suggest, do top 10 punches. Top Which 10 one's hardest worse? punches in comics history. <laughs> it had to be those two, right? That'd be pretty badass. Yeah, it's got to be there. Like, if it killed Superman and Doomsday <laughs> exactly. at the same time, that's uh-huh. insane. And then, like, of course, just punching time is, like... <laughs> Not mean, possible. So that's amazing. You, fuck you, time. And he punched it so hard, he broke it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's intense. So I missed... Also, not only did I not read The Death of Superman, I... Didn't read last week's Dark Multiverse. Mm-hmm. And then I was all confused when you were talking about Tempest Fuganaut yep. coming up. But I did end up... Well, since I read this one, I got a good idea of what you're talking about. And this is kind of cool. How he shows up and he's like... he can. He's like, oh, I've always seen all the light. That's been good. But the yep. darkness is creeping in. Something's going on. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> That's how but, I read his voice, too. But I thought it was kind of cool. I, I sent you a picture over the weekend... Uh-huh. We went on a field trip somewhere, and I saw a sundial, and it was the Tempest Fugit or Fugitai or whatever Fugit, yeah, Fugit's my bet. Tempest Fugit, which is Latin for uh, what I say it was. Time flies. Oh yeah, time flies. And so this, I don't know what not means. Like, what does that mean when you add it to like astronaut stuff like that? I don't know. You don't know what an astronaut. You don't know the astronaut. Astro a- meaning <laughs> one, <laughs> rail meaning rail. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Would be the person. So he's like a person that like flies through time. Oh, there you go. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. Comic writers are geniuses. <laughs> I love. We, we didn't even speaking of genius. We didn't even talk about this. <laughs> Who wrote this? Jeff Loveness did the <laughs> script. To it. And uh, Brad Walker doing the pencils. Uh, Drew Hennessy and Norm Ratmund doing some inks together. They're inking it up. But that didn't stop John Callis from doing the colors all by himself. So, so okay. So here I'm looking up the word astron includes the root knot from knots, the Greek word for sailor. Ah, oh, dude. So he's traveling through time. He's flying and through who, time. Who wrote? <clears throat> who created him? In a because it was in that Sideways book. Who wrote Sideways? Uh, it was a big name. It was Rock. No, Rockford did the art. The art yeah. Uh, I don't know, but whoever came up with <clears throat> Tempest Fuganaut, man, I tip my hat to that guy. It's pretty cool. Yep. That is pretty badass. So anyway, he's like you said, like the Watcher Marvel uh, equivalent, right? Seems yeah, it seems like, yeah. <clears throat> not really messing with stuff. And he's like, I guess he's, here it comes. But these are like, just like the last story. Why does DC have to be so down all the time, man? Like, they have very, very few books that like have an upbeat, happiness to him this is like let's take a dreary story like the death of superman <laughs> make it and dreary. make it even more dreary yep by like just uh we'll get to get to it in a minute but uh like in the last one like that batman story right it was like yep. I, it was it just like the same thing let's take a story where <laughs> batman's already like at his worst and let's make it even worse than that I was pretty messed up. <laughs> he spent 20 years just as a, uh, uh, sorry, slowly being uh, amputated. 
That's crazy. And he's just hanging there as a head on a torso. So you tell me, you fill me in on uh, how when does the story stray in this one then? Like right when Lois snaps and she's like, "Yeah, none of you were there." Did they so ever this- point? Did they ever point out in the original story that like they all showed up for the funeral, but like nobody showed up to help him? Like when he was fighting that guy? <laughs> I don't think they ever pointed that out. No, because <laughs> that's hilarious to me. They really <laughs> stick that to this one and like. But in the uh, in the original comic. Uh, Doomsday fought through most of Justice League. Oh, like, okay. Superman's the one that shows up late. Oh. Well, then what she's fucking crying yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know. And that gold statue, was that like in the... Yeah. Okay. The gold statue was around for many years after. You'll see it in, 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 even in New 52, you'll see the gold, sta- gold statue here and there. And why are they like lighting up giant fire under his crotch? <laughs> I don't know. Such a weird choice. What's, uh, uh... Lex did it. He's 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 keen on fire crutches. Okay. Well, this story <laughs> I don't know. takes an even drearier turn, other than golden fire crutches. But uh, but did you like did you like Lex Luthor? The design of Lex Luthor. Did he look like that then? Yes, he did. I thought so. Because he was, was like, <clears throat> at the time he was Lex Luthor too. Like Lex uh, Luthor had died, and this was supposed to be his son. His son. Alexander Luthor. Yeah. But it turns out it wasn't, and all that, you know. It was all actually that, the clone of Lex Luthor and all that jazz. All that jazz, yeah. <clears throat> Interesting enough. The, they, he, they call the cape <laughs> just a blanket. What? I know, I jumped forward a little bit. Like, yeah, she's depressed, and, like, his dad's dying because he's dead, and then, like, his mom's all super depressed as well. well. right around this time, his dad died. Okay. In the original comic, yeah. Well, they're kind of pinning his death on, like, Clark's yeah. death now. Mm-hmm. And then why is there so many Kalexes? Like, remember, we, was that why, like, <laughs> remember we had some discussions about... <laughs> Kalex, and uh, they destroyed it, and he yeah, came so back. So maybe it doesn't matter if he destroys them. He's got so many laying around. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, because I know uh, back, I'm not, it, may, it must have been the 90s they had it too, but they had, earlier than that, there was always the Kalex, the robots flying around. I've, I've never known how many there actually are, if there's only one, or if he has a ton of them. I haven't well, seen why does he need so it. many at that, too? It's like, Jesus, do something yourself, Superman. <laughs> like, why does he need all these? I don't know, he's Superman. But she calls the the cape a blanket, and I think that's... But that's the blanket that he was, it was always, the cape was always the blanket he was uh, wrapped in when he was... That's having. what I mean, like, that's that's funny to me. I don't know, he's just wearing a blanket. Like, it's like people make fun of the fact he's wearing his underwear on the outside of his pants. Like, <laughs> pointing out the fact that he's wearing a blanket as a cape, like, nobody brings that up. <laughs> Why is he tied a blanket around his neck to fly around? straight up wearing, like, pajamas as a superhero costume. <laughs> Why do you decide to take a blanket, tie it around his neck, and fly around as a drag? Like, that does not help him fly. <laughs> Why does he even right. have it? It's, great. <laughs> it's not very aerodynamic. Not very aerodynamic. And the Incredibles told you why. It's not a good idea. Uh, and so, was the Eradicator in the original story? Yes, he was. And did this have much... Did he do the thing with the putting him in the Codex, like in that movie? Yes. Because he's basically talking about the plot of the Superman movie, too, where, like... Yep. And that's where that came from. Or Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, that from the movie came from the actual Death of Superman comic? Well, yeah, because this was... So all the scene here, because what's happening, Lois is crying, and then the Radicator shows up, and he's like, I put Superman into the coffin, and it's not working. What's going on here? 
um, <clears throat> you don't find any of that out until the end of the story, over a year later, with after the reign of the Superman, because uh, the four Supermen show up, and Eradicator claims to be one of the Supermen, and like to be the real Superman. And you find out at the end that he, because uh, Superman's body disappears, and you find out that the Eradicator took the body to try to say to try to bring it back to life and use the whole Matrix and all of that. Um, and then it ends with the Eradicator actually giving up his life, getting shot by um, Cyborg Superman, shoots through him and then shoots into Superman. After Superman, Superman woke up with like no powers. He's actually running around with a giant gun. It's hilarious. And then uh, Eradicator gets shot through him. And his powers go into Superman, and that's how Superman gets his full powers back. But you don't know any of this until the end. Amazing. It is. I, I remember like reading gripping. it back then and not quite understanding what the hell just happened. <laughs> like, what? And yeah. somebody like doesn't read comics would ask me, how did Superman get his powers back? I'm like, don't worry about it. I don't even know what happened. He just did Because it. comics. Exactly. But, it's basically what it is. So, so I can't because, remember exactly these details. But uh, And what doesn't make sense is that in this, the Eradicator gives Lois his powers. Well, because you know, Superman doesn't wake up in time for him to give yeah. his powers back. So, and yeah, that makes no sense, because the Eradicator was a person that looked exactly like Superman in the in the, in uh, the original story. So I don't and know why he just looks like he looks like a spirit of some kind. I think at some point he was a spirit, but I don't, I don't get how it ties into here, why he's giving his power to her when in the original Superman was still tied to, was still in the Matrix, but... <laughs> It doesn't really was matter because all it leads to is just awesome, awesomeness. Yeah, yeah like Lois just going on a killing spree. She like she gets the power and she's like, "Wait a minute, you could have done a hell of a lot more." And so she just starts doing a hell of a lot more and like killing everybody, killing everybody for her own brand of justice because nobody can stop her, right? Yep, and she uses the death of Superman uh, bleeding s as her chest as her uh... right. Yeah, and then awesome. it gets to like Lex Luthor. I guess that's pretty good. This is a pretty good death right here. Oh, it's awesome. She finds out that Lex Luthor's behind like a whole bunch of wrongs and like shows up and he's like, Oh, you know, the same thing you probably told Superman a hundred times. Like, yeah, you can't prove shit. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm just gonna get away from you. <laughs> and uh drinking his wine, but she like grabs him by the throat. <laughs> That's the best and, part. Like, starts flying him up into space, and right before he starts to die, she's like, "He was Clark Kent." It's <laughs> awesome. So, like, reveals that secret to him, like his eyes too. He's like, "What the fuck?" Uh. But then it's like the three, four panels of him just like incinerating as they go through the Earth's atmosphere in this outer space. I don't so know. crazy! But oh yeah, I love that. It was awesome. But you can still see the streets. Like, look, they break the Earth's atmosphere. You can see her in outer space there. And then when she looks down, you can still see, like, streets. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, I don't know. Seems kind of different. Yeah, you know. And then she doesn't stop there. She goes <clears> to Gotham, kills the Joker, like, right away. Oh, he uses heat him. vision and murders him. Yeah, murders the Joker. And then Batman shows up and is like, you son of a bitch. And she's like, no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> And uh, murders Batman as well because she knows he won't ever stop, right? Yep. But before she does that, <laughs> she tells Batman how uh, Superman pitied him. That's true, right? That gets him hella pissed off, yeah. too. He's like, oh, is this the artist that does Detective? Uh, I don't know, is it? Because he has those like lenses just like in Detective. Those uh. ones I hate so much. The ones that are controlled by that, like... 
I think so, plug it's, it's Brad Walker. that reads his emotions, <laughs> remember? Did we go through the uh <laughs> did we go through the uh writers and artists on this one? Yeah, we did. There was two artists that was broken up. Is it Brad Walker? I think so, let me see. No, actually no, it's not. <clears throat> but yeah, those were the those are the lenses that are controlled by his anal egg. That reads emotions, remember? They sometimes mm-hmm. get all glitchy. Yeah. But uh, either way. So she murders Batman, and then she's like, this is like just basic. Speaking of Batman, this is just like Nolan's Batman, right? Either die the hero, live long enough, see yourself become oh, yeah. a villain. <laughs> uh-huh. So Lois now being the villain. And then you were saying the other Superman, because now Cyborg Superman mm-hmm. shows up. This was in Death of Superman as well. This is where it? Steel... Superboy, or this version of Superboy, and Cyborg Superman were created. What These four were created for, and the Eradicator, were created for um, the death of Superman, or the reign of the, reign of the Superman. Okay. Well, then and all this more. art, all the designs and everything, are nearly exactly what they looked like in the original comics. They, and I was reading about how they, they, were, they did everything they could to make everything look like it came from back then. Cyborg Superman's junk was that detailed in the 90s? Yes, it was. Dude, because he's packing, dude. I don't know if he's man or cyborg down there, but (laughs) he is packing something. So, uh, yeah. But why are they all fighting each other? Well, Cyborg was a bad guy. When he he did all... It started off, he claimed to be Superman, but turned out he was a bad guy. And he actually destroyed all of Coast City. He uh, killed everybody in Coast City, um, so Green, Lan- he, Green Lantern's town. Did he show up not as a cyborg then? No, he showed up as a cyborg. But he claimed to be the real guy. Everybody was like, Well, as Superman know. died, right? So he has the, he got, well, his body parts were replaced, and this is how he was fixed. Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Which made no sense, because he just got punched and died. Everybody saw him buried. <laughs> the full body, but somebody brought him back to life by cutting him up. Some right. people believed it. Well, we can't use this part of his head because it was caved in by Doomsday's fist. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But then the real Superman does show up. Yep. Hella mullet status. Yep. Just like the original one. He's got that crazy black, like, Spider-Man type deal mm-hmm. going on. But he's extra weak. Yep. And he's like, Lois, what have you done? And she's like, well, well, you know... <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> I just killed everybody. I was murdering a lot of people until <laughs> you showed up. So, And then Cyborg Superman's like, what does he pick up? What is that thing? Yeah, I don't know. That it's must like have been the original story towards the end when he came Return of Superman. But Okay, he has like some giant hose that like shoots <laughs> kryptonite. kryptonite or something at them. Scoom. And, uh... She's all right because she's half human, right? Yeah. That's what it, but he's like, he's dead again. <laughs> <That's the thing laughs> Just so give it to life and he's dead again. With the uh, horrified look on his face of what was like, how, Well, how do, you make the, how do you make the death of Superman darker than it already was? Superman died. He's like, let's kill him twice. <laughs> Bring him back and we'll have Lois kill him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the look in his eyes, that panel where he's like his... Because, like, horrified by oh, yeah. what I've become. Because he, like, just, like, it's, like, the same look that Luther had when he found out, you know, mm-hmm. Clark was Superman. So, yeah. That's pretty dark. <laughs> it was pretty dark. 
and that's like you know that's what Tempest Fugonaut tells us too. He's like that shit was dark as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, and then the next one coming up is Blackest Night. But what is it like? <laughs> the little zombies. Like, how do you make the zombies darker? It didn't. It's like yeah. How how did you, dude? They're going super dark. Yeah. So the whole thing. So <clears throat> now there's no no rumors, but speculation. I've heard someone coming up with. Wondering if all these tales of the Dark Multiverse is basically them creating a Dark uh, Justice League that'll end up fighting with um, the Batman Laughs. What would you think of that? Whoa. How cool would that be? So you got... Who became Batman at the end of the last story? Well, it was Azrael. Yeah, but didn't they, like, kill him? Did he end up dying in that? And somebody else? Yeah, and then I thought there was, like, somebody else that oh. took over. Yeah, what was it? So, whoever that Batman is, then you'd have Lois as Superman. <clears throat> and then whatever... Oh, that would be super badass, dude. Yeah, how cool would that be? Yeah, so I don't know if it would be <clears throat> all these tales or if it would be the infected. Because Shazam's got another book coming out. Oh, fuck. No, don't... No, no, I don't want the infected. Those ones can eat a dick. <laughs> Why? Infected Shazam was cool. But then you're going to have Gordon as one of them, and then who was, like, the other one they revealed already? Uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no but I like this. This like has got to be leading to something more than just, hey, look, there's a, here's an alternate tale. Here's a really gloomy tale. Like, hey, why would you create all these, this dark multiverse and then create all this, you know, the dark crisis is coming, and you've got showing these specific ones? Because <clears throat> I flip back to the... um. The Dark Knight, the Nightfall one, and it was Batman comes back. Like basically, he's basically a cyborg, whatever, right? He came back, <clears throat> and, but he's all twi- his old mind's all twisted after being tortured for thirty years. Yeah, but isn't there a Batman standing at the on the last? Well, page? that that was Bruce. Oh, okay. I think that was actually Bruce. Yeah, but he's all he's all twisted now because he spent thirty years being tortured just as a brain. Got it. Well, that would be pretty sweet. I'd I'd be into that. Yes. Because yeah, cause the next one, Black as Night, was going to be a Green Lantern one, right? Yeah. They're build- it looks like they're building a dark a dark Justice League. Be awesome. Those are big books, too. They're really long. So, Well, a dark Justice League, maybe a black Justice League, or a manor black? No. Okay, that was no. the worst segue I've done ever. It was pretty bad, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Dark Horse Comics presents Manor Black. There we go. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> so we're gonna. I guess this is have I got a story for you. Wrap up. A day in the rewind. Oh, so how fast we can get through this? I don't know. There's three books to talk about. We're not going to talk about. Th- we're going to wrap it up as a series <laughs> and get our thoughts on it. I'm not even going. We don't even have to discuss because <laughs> we went over the first one. It kind of ends open-ended to where it's not even like a fully yeah. contained story, right? Yeah, because it ends on if you're going to say it, right? You know, that's what I'm curious about the ending, because you got the the son and the daughter, right, of the old guy? Yeah. That uh, you know the son's already against him, but they're not showing who it is that's talking to uh, the mummy here. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so are we supposed to think we're supposed to know it's him? We'd be su- surprised when it's not? There's no other reason to be, there's no other reason for it to not show him unless it's the sister. Or someone else that we didn't, never, you know, didn't know existed, right? Right. So, I don't know. So, it was yeah, a weird cliffhanger. 
the whole series is just ba- it sets up you know houses of magic different like there's mm-hmm. the blood the blood house obviously then there's her the fire mm-hmm. and then there's I don't know they never really touch on anything else but it seems like electricity might be one of them yeah. lightning right uh-huh. and then I don't know they have all these different houses of magic and it's like people are try- for forever it's been controlled through like certain you know whoever has the power like they're obviously very stingy with it and they don't uh as it represented with that main guy the manor black right uh-huh it's like just within his own family where he's like very hesitant to pass on his power to anybody even though he's dying right mm-hmm. and then you got the fire totem that's trying to and somebody's trying to steal all these things so they can like distribute the magic evenly i guess so it's like a political stick it to them type <laughs> of thing in the background but oh it's a, it was an interesting read i liked it i like the characters i like the i'm not a huge magic fan but i kind of dug the whole like captain planet approach to it you know <laughs> you captain planet. like everybody has like a certain magic oh. that's like has to be controlled you know it's yeah. like versus like i just have every power like i can learn if you know magic, you know everything. Like, which is mostly most magic stories is like, how do mm-hmm. we get out of this one? It's like, well, lucky I know this spell. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> thank God. Right? It's just like the X Men stories. It's like, how, what are we going to do? Well, we got this X Men that yeah. does this specific yeah. task that happens to be with us. And it's like, oh, good, good thing, uh, good thing he was around. <laughs> good thing he was there. Yeah, right. So I don't know, but I liked it. I like Colin Bunn a lot. I like his storytelling he had the whole uh you know mystery thing in it with that the whole angle with the police investigating so not only just the story was mystery with like the whole magic and what was going on he got like the whole mystery within a mystery type of thing as a device for storytelling Mm -hmm. so the magic was pretty cool like the fire like burning up a bunch of people then when that guy used like the power of the blood and he like ripped that dude's face off i mean that was pretty insane yeah so I thought it was a pretty good uh Did you read if anything's coming after this or did you like it? What was your thoughts? You talked. Jesus. Well, I I liked it. I was a little bit I was a little bit lost exactly what was going on. I don't know. Right, like you said, what what the whole like what exactly was the totem? It seems the totem is like the representative of what holds on to the magic, right? But have we seen the totem yet? Cuz you kept saying the totem was lost. I need to get the totem back. Well, the totem was that fire, like that thing of fire. Like it infected that one guy, and then it infected the okay. furnace. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> the, represent- the walking furnace is crazy. Yeah. Okay, so it was just the fire. Okay, so I was a little lost with all that, but I really enjoyed it, and I was hoping there would be more. I absolutely love the art in this. Yeah, it's the same as the Harrow County <clears throat> artist, right? Yeah, yeah, Tyler yeah. Crook. It's it's all watercolors, right? Well, yeah. So I had I was curious about that. Is it actually watercolors? Is there is it computerized or is he actually doing it on paper? <clears throat> so I asked him on uh, Twitter. He goes, "Yes, no." He does everything on paper, and he actually <laughs> gave me a website to buy the pages. Whoa! So I was like, "Do you have any? Like, do you happen to have any pages lying around that you would just <laughs> that you don't want anymore?" He goes, well, "Actually, here's a website." I was like, "Oh!" So I went to go look at it, and I'm like, uh, "The cheapest is three hundred bucks for a single page. It goes up to eleven hundred dollars." But wow. you can buy his the actual the full book of um, watercolor pages. 
That's amazing. Yeah, it has. It's, you can tell it's watercolor for sure. But that's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's <clears throat> like it definitely looks like watercolor. It looks like it's on page. But I just, to be honest, I really don't know how all this works because some of them are computer, and you could kind of tell which ones are computerized, right? Well, some of them are computer generated AI, like Hi-Fi. Well, there you go. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. It, I guess it's a concept of. This guy, you know, you actually take these giant pages and you're drawing each one by hand and then you're coloring it and then using watercolor to paint the pages and using that for a comic book. And you do this for all these issues. Just still amazes me how this all gets done. And a lot of pages, it's like people burning alive as well. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just lo- love the whole thing about it. It's pretty cool. And I was like, oh, so I went to Logo Look. I'm like, hey, maybe I could buy a page. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> My wife would be too happy about me spending $300 on one, never mind the five or $600 on the page you actually want, you know. That's Tyler Crook, right? Tyler Still, Crook, yeah. yeah. Oh, but then I did ask if there's any more coming. And he goes, why? Well, he says something. Basically, just it was the generic answer that I can't tell you. Uh, right, and he goes, there's nothing. There's no information at this moment that I can tell you. It's like, okay. But if you subscribe, you can... Uh, yeah, it says, we are working on our future plans right now, but there's nothing I can really talk about just yet. Nah. Well, that's the corporate thing, right? They never, you can never say when anything is coming. I don't know. It says, thanks so much. I do all my coloring on the physical page. If you want to check them out, the whole first issue is up for sale here at cadencecomicart.com. You can't give out other people's information and not give out our information. <laughs> okay, well, I can So there's a good segue to like, you know, maybe you want to come and buy some of our art pages. <laughs> come put, want to listen to some of our stuff, our very exclusive uh, podcast here. Yeah, this is invitation only podcast. Invitation your invita- only. Mike's going to give you your invitation right <laughs> now. Invite everybody. Because the- you're already listening, though. This is an invite. That's just weird. Yeah, shut up, Mike. Just give him the information. <laughs> on Twitter at 4 us with the number 4. On Instagram, 4colorultrasound.com with the word 4 spelled out. Or email us, even though if you still use email, at 4colorultrasound at gmail.com with the number 4. Of course, the invitation's only for the people already listening, but now they're invited to get the behind-the-scenes content of whatever you fucking <laughs> post on social media. <laughs> or they can reach out to us to tell us how retarded we are. How retarded we are, yes. Or just tell us to stop using the word retarded. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably probably shouldn't be using that word there. Well, uh, you know, come at me, internet. <laughs> come at me. Listen It'll to an hour. at me, not at you. An hour and 12 minutes of a podcast that you're like, that guy said the R word. He said the R word, how dare you? I better blow up his Instagram page with dick pics. But tell us if we're any good, tell us if we suck, one or the other. Doesn't matter. We're not going to stop, but I'm very curious. No, we're not going to stop. Just like the, the news never stops. Alright, so, uh, you know about the HBO Max streaming service that's coming out? No. Is it different from any of the, like, the two that they already have? <laughs> yes. Oh. Somehow. <clears throat> it's their, their, well, HBO's coming out with their own streaming service, which is, I don't know exactly how much difference it's going to be, but it's supposed to have, you know, all the DC movies. It'll have almost anything HBO, uh, you know, all the WB shows and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I'm going to be creating new TV shows and movies for the service. Um, I mean, same thing like Apple Plus is coming out and Disney has their own. Um, <clears throat> the odd thing is there's the DC Universe app, 
that's created its own shows. But HBO Max is also going to be creating at least three new DC-related shows on there. One's going to be um, Superhero High. So it's, I don't know. Do you remember that show, that movie uh, with Kurt Russell, like 10 years ago, where it was a super, I think it was basically Superhero High? Can't remember the name of it? No. All right, anyway. Check it out. <laughs> there was a show. Well, look that one up, baby. It was basically, uh, you know, Harry Potter for superheroes. But there's going to be a TV show about that. Who knows what... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Strange Adventures. So, you know, um, it's Adam Strange is going to be, like, going from planet to planet. It's going to be an anthology series. but So it's Adam Strange visiting different planets and, me, I guess, meeting different superheroes and stuff like that. So we'll see. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Yeah, but the biggest one is going to they're going to be doing a Green Lantern inspired show, and they claim it's going to be like their highest um, cost show that they have, or at least DC related show. So that could be kind of interesting. They could because they were supposed to be doing the Green Lantern core movie. It sounds like they're moving it over to their streaming service as a TV show. Yeah. So I know you haven't liked many of their TV shows anyway. So to no. you, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't care. So what, like, man. It seems to be like this is the decline of the superhero movie, or like people might see it as like the upswing. But it's like even Marvel's doing all the TV shows now, right? Now there's mm-hmm. like 700 TV shows a year. Yep, pretty much. It's just saturated. It's like just well, milk this fucking cow as long as you goddamn can. But you see, for me, I want the more superhero stuff, the better. I, I mean, saturating. I mean, there's a you could oversaturate and kill it. Or you could just say, be too afraid and not want to do anything and kill it that way. It just feels like there's so many different stories you can do, that you can do that you could always have something there. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to always be a Superman movie or a Superman TV show like they're doing yeah. on CW. But I think everything ends up being like extra mediocre. Well, yeah. Uh, the whole Marvel thing, they're doing it because uh, they just need the streaming service to do well. So they're going to... they're. All, all the shows that are on there, the WandaVision one, the uh, the Captain America, the, uh, what is it, sorry, not Captain America, Winter Soldier and Falcon one, all those are really mini shows. They're only going to be like five, six episodes, and they're trying to tie into the movies. <clears throat> I think it's it really is it's D- Disney trying to get people hooked. They're like, look, look how great this stuff is. We're spending money on this. We're getting the big actors here. And then very quickly, once they have those subscribers, they're, more, they're not going to be doing nearly as many of those. Gotcha, bitch. Basically, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's my cynical view of it, but I think that's what they're doing. And now here's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So Civil who knows? War Three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So who knows if this will be any good? They're, these are produced by Greg Berlanti, who does the uh, CW shows. So I'm not holding up really high hopes, but being on HBO Max, maybe it'll be interesting. Yeah, maybe. Uh, have you read any Hellblazer or John Constantine books? No. Well, there's going to be a new ongoing John Constantine Hellblazers <laughs> book <laughs> with the black label. I am just setting you up for success today. Yeah, exactly. Well, there isn't, like, as I said every week, there isn't much to talk about. But the, the biggest thing about this, I don't know, I never read much John Constantine. I'd like to. But I found it interesting was they said this is going to be an ongoing black label book, whereas all the other black label books have been miniseries. Right? They should so. base this version on the Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> People would love that. Like, put it, that version of Constantine in a book. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yes. This is going to be uh, back in the uh, Sandman universe. So who knows? So that's 
Interesting. My, like I said, the biggest thing is the ongoing. I wonder if they're going to start doing that. Because they got rid of Vertigo. Are they going to really use this as the Vertigo line? Black Label is Vertigo. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, Spider-Man. Did you see the Into the Spider-Verse movie? <laughs> no? I think you know my answer. The answer is no, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you got to watch that. It was really cool. Okay. Watch with your son. It's awesome. I think you'll like it. No. Tell don't. what to do with my family time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the sequel's coming out on April 8th in uh, well, 2022. Now he's banned from ever watching it now. <laughs> he's banned? How dare you watch this, kid? Yeah. You're like 22. <laughs> Dad, look, I just watched this movie from 20 years ago. How dare you? Slap the you. shit out of him, you son of a bitch. Yeah. But all right. So that's basically it. And the only other thing is uh, Joker. Joker passed $930 million. Oh, the movie. The movie, sorry. It was the highest grossing R-rated movie. Highest grossing R-rated movie ever, yep. That's pretty sweet. The profit of that movie is insane. And it didn't even open in China. Oh, well, you you don't need... uh, I don't think we want to go there. You don't need to go there, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a massive market that that it didn't open in. Because, I I mean, I could go off on the Chinese for quite a while (laughs) if you wanted me to. Maybe you should leave that out of the podcast because I'm not sure where you're going with this. I mean, if if, if what I'm hearing you say is you want me to say something, (laughs) then I'll be happy to get into this, Mike. No, that's right. Uh, All right. Um, But anyway, so (laughs) it'd be kind of crazy that movie makes a billion dollars. And then, of course, what message will uh, the WB get is every movie they're going to come out with nothing but essential black label uh, superhero movies. How long does yeah. it take before they realize, oh, wait, these aren't at all. <laughs> you can't make every movie uh, like that. But I don't know. Yeah. So that's all I have. Kind of a low week. But yeah. I do have a game with no name. You have a game for the... Wait, so you have a game for the game with no name. Yes. Okay, but that's its name, so... <laughs> the game with no name? The game with no name? Should we just change it to the game with the name? There you go. I don't know. That's not quite the same ring to it. The game with a name? Yep. The game whose name you've come to know and love. As the game with no name? <laughs> no, no. We just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well the score is uh, 12 to 6. The official scorer, Wild as Mitch, uh, confirmed that. Can we just reduce it to like 1 to 2? <laughs> 1 to 2. <laughs> It wouldn't quite work right, because if you win this one, now you're tied. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I like my odds. <laughs> you like right, my odds. Just... <laughs> but I gotta say, Wallace Mitch said that the creator has 12, and the Dieter has 6. Okay. So he gave us names. Oh, yeah. All right. The Dieter. The Dieter <laughs> and the creator. Right. Anyway. Mike so, the creator. Apparently. So here's here here it is. So the comic is Triage. 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 Okay. That's Start like thinking the... about triage. Okay. All right. Number one. <clears throat> Biomedical engineer Evie Pierce decided to join the army as a field medic when the Soviet army leveled DC with the nuke that ended the Cold War and started World War III. Knowing that this would not be a great war, but the war to end all wars, she saw only one way to avoid global catastrophe. <clears throat> Complete her reanimation testing on the field of fallen soldiers. The side effects of this testing couldn't be any worse than this war, could it? Well, so, World War Three 
with zombies. World War Three with zombies. That's pretty good. As like a like a defense. What <laughs> defense? Yep. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> Number two. <clears throat> a dedicated nurse named Evie Pierce awakens to an unfamiliar world alongside two other women. One, a young and snarky superhero. The other, a hardened re- rebel military commander of a post-apocalyptic world. When a mysterious figure begins to hunt them down, the women must work together to survive and discover why they were assembled. So, a, a like <laughs> a comedy team up of <laughs> an un, what was the fir- why would the who was the first lady? The One, uh, so Evie Pierce awakens to an unfamiliar world alongside two other women. One, a young and snarky superhero. The other, a hardened rebel military commander of a post-apocalyptic world. And she's a nurse, though? That's what and I'm she's thinking. a nurse. Oh, okay. That's the triage part. All right. There's a third triage, one. But there's also three of them, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Mike with his puns. I'm not picking number two now. <laughs> You're not right. picking number two now. All right. Third one. When septuagenarian, when septuagenarian Evie Pierce slips on a patch of ice on her porch on her way to her grandmother's, her granddaughter's first family Thanksgiving, the excruciating pain in her hip causes her husband, Danny, to call her an ambulance. Between Evie's pain and Danny's concern for the only woman he's ever loved, not to mention the backlash they will get from their son for missing yet another holiday meal, they do not notice the strange excitement in the paramedic's demeanor as they drive them to the hospital. Upon arrival at the quote-unquote hospital, however, they do not miss the sheer terror these two have in store for them. They will they will have much they will have much to be thankful for if they survive the night. That just sounds boring as shit. <laughs> Does it? Alright. Uh, I'd like to pick number one because it's the most exciting. And that sounds like a book I'd want to read. <laughs> but I've learned from this game. <laughs> Those stories usually don't exist. <laughs> Those stories don't exist. Second one. It's too much time travel to not be a Mike Del Sol original. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the most boring, <laughs> lamest sounding book out of the three. And say number three. Number three is your final answer? Yes. You are wrong. Fucking hell. 13 to 6 now. Oh. Number two? Number two, yes. With the puns and everything? Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I don't know. I'm the one that pointed out the triage is a three. I'm assuming that's what they, <laughs> why there were three of them. <laughs> well, I thought that was another clue to why you were like, don't forget this one, Dieter. <laughs> I put this in there. Son of a bitch. Well, number one. I don't care that I lost because you came up with a really good movie idea. <laughs> it's like great. I want to listen. I want to. I want to read that or see that movie. Yeah, that's another patent pending, <laughs> copyrighted or whatever it's called. But see, I figured there were there were the puns <laughs> that that means like great war, but a war to end all wars. And isn't it like oh yeah yeah that is, <laughs> not a great war, but the, yeah that was pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, isn't it you can't like patent or copyright an uh, an idea? Just the execution of the idea? Well, I don't know, because uh, people sue when movies are made based on their ideas. And they say, no, they took they took my idea. Like Harry Potter. The guy was sued. And he was, <clears throat> I mean, they used the name Harry Potter. <laughs> but there was... <laughs> so that maybe that was a little, a little closer. The guy's like, hey, look, I wrote this book years earlier. The name Harry Potter. <laughs> you call it, like, Perry Hotter or <laughs> something like that. 
<laughs> so if a movie comes out with Evie Pierce as a biomedical engineer in a war, <laughs> I think I might be able to sue them. I remember that uh, that Mi- that Winchell's Donuts that somebody bought. They just put the W upside down <laughs> yes. and turned it to Minchell's. Uh, it's not Winchell's, it's Minchell's. It's <laughs> the exact the... same logo. Yeah. It's uh, awesome. That's pretty crazy. Well, that was a good one. I don't care. I guess 13 to 6, but technically I'm still winning because you have to be two-thirds ahead. You have to win by a two-thirds majority yeah. vote. Well, sorry to tell you, we just passed the two-thirds part, so. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> so now I'm doing <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, I'm coming back next week. All right. Do better next week at making me look better. Making <laughs> you look better? Yeah. Well, I, I, I see. I, I, I completely figured you were going to get that one. No, I think it was by just pointing out the triage thing. Maybe I should. Yeah, so, did I cheat there? I don't know if I should be saying things or not. I don't know. Yeah, you influenced my decision. All right, well, we'll anybody we'll listening to this? We'll put an asterisk next to this one. Anybody <laughs> listening to this, let us know. Was this an, does this deserve an asterisk? Is this a uh, Everyone 62? listening, Mitch, let us know. <laughs> Whoever's listening, Mitch. Hey, uh, uh, me, Carter, listens every once in a while. Well, he hasn't chimed in with our game. I don't think he listens. He just listens to the comics, and then he's like, he tunes out for the, <laughs> the news. Game. That, oh, the game. Oh, the stupid game again. Get rid of it. Once that annoying-ass news and music starts, <laughs> he shuts it off. off. All right. Uh, good shit. Well, come back next week if you really give a shit, and uh, we'll read more comics, play more games. And, uh, yeah, until then, uh, goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter. Boom 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 bo